Welcome to Couch Buddies. I'm Kia. I'm Michelle. And it's time once again for another OTP. OTP. A one true pairing, if you don't know the meaning mm-hmm. of that phrase. Basically, it's a couple that we saw and we shipped it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> We shipped it good. We did. Uh, my couple, I'm doing my first one calling a double dip. Uh, okay. I'm going back to a show that I've already talked about once. Oh, okay. So I, I talked about Stargate SG-1 a few months ago, mm-hmm. uh, and I talked about the characters Jack O'Neill and Sam Carter. Jack and Sam, yeah. And now I am going to talk about the characters of Daniel Jackson and Vala, uh, Vala Maldoran. I say Vala a lot, uh-huh. but Daniel pronounces her name Vala, so I'm trying to stick with Vala, <laughs> but I yeah. will probably screw up. If if you say Vala, like don't worry. Like, it's, it, yeah, different characters use Vala. Different characters use Vala. Yeah. So it's, it's well, yeah. I've I've heard you talk about this couple for for forever. And didn't you play a D and D character based on her? Yes, I yes, do. I did. have okay. I have one. Ba- I have I have two <laughs> based on Claudia Black characters. Because um, that's the thing. Uh, Vala Maldoran is played by Claudia Black. Um, and I mentioned before Michael Shanks and James Spader. James Spader originates the role of Daniel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Michael Shanks picks up in the TV show. Um, to save time, the TV show is about, if you you want to hear more about it, I talk a little bit more in depth in the first mm-hmm. Jack Sam episode, but, um, basically it's these four people. They're a member of a military team who go through a thing called the Stargate to explore other planets. Yes. And Daniel Jackson is an archeologist, linguist, whatever. Um, now I did a thing <laughs> that you're going to, it's going to flash you back hard. So I'm anti M. I'm frightened. No, what are you no, talking no. About? So Daniel Stargate came out at a time when the internet was just really like taking off. Live journal was really becoming a thing. Uh-huh. And there were these things called shipper manifestos. Yes. I used I, part of one. I vaguely remember those. I used part of one, um, from the ship ship manifesto, like live journal. Like I went and looked <laughs> it up. Um, oh my God. It's written by, I have it written down here. Because I, I just loved how well this person did it. It's called Six Before Lunch. Unfortunately, they're a defunct one, so I didn't have any way yeah. of figuring out uh, who they are other than that. But to give you a primer on Daniel and Vala, because it's very hard, because you don't meet Vala Maldoran until season eight of a ten-season show. Oh, sweet Jeebus! I and didn't then, realize it was that late. And then she's only on one episode in that season, seven episodes in the next season, before becoming a regular for the series fin- for the final season. What? Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to explain. Like, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of lore that goes into explaining Vala. So I will do my best. But it's so th- but weird this... to hear you call her Vala, Vala Vala. It's all good. So first off, like I said, Michael Shanks, Claudia Black adore each other, and that's really mm-hmm. important for me to mention because when she first guest starred on the show, she had just finished Farscape or was in the middle of Farscape. Like it was mm-hmm. it was almost done or, or close. And so the first thing she did, and Michael says this is the thing about her that always won her over to him in some ways, she walked up to him and said, what can I do for you? What can I do to make this, because this is your episode, what can I do for you? And Michael's like, Michael's, I just like, thank you so much. (laughs) Because they'd had a lot of guest stars by this time on the show. And a lot of times you have to like, you want the guest star to look good. Yeah. I mean, because like in season nine, they have Lou Gossett Jr. show up. They have, um, I mean, they've had tons of guest stars. Uh, Dom DeLuise guest stars on an episode. Uh, yeah, Peter directs it. His son Peter directed it. Uh, and then at one point, Dom. I, I love the Deloise boys. Well, at one point, Dom, uh, Dom's character, like goes, "Would you like me if I were younger?" And he changes, and he's Peter Deloise for a second. <laughs> 
because both Peter, because Peter Michael and the other one whose name I forgot, and I mentioned in the same oh, Jack gosh. podcast, I forgot him there too. But he played the dad on Wizards of Waverly Place. <clears throat> but they all guest star at some different point in the series, yeah. so it's great. But point being, they've had lots of guest stars. So for Claudia Black, who at that point was Farscape, was a very popular show on the Sci Fi Network. Mm-hmm. Um, it was canceled really, kind of like Stargate, canceled really abruptly. Yeah. Uh, they got to come back into a movie miniseries, which is which is beautiful. And actually, funnily enough, Ben Browder, who played her love interest on that show, mm-hmm. joined the cast in season nine. And I'll I'll talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they are a couple I'm going to talk about at some point in the future. Time. But they are so much more complicated than anything else, too. <laughs> but so I'm going to use first the mm-hmm. six before lunch to introduce you to the characters. Mm-hmm. Meet Daniel Jackson. Daniel Jackson. Daniel Jackson has angst. Capital A. No, really. He's Heathcliff dipped in chocolate. Or sorry, I do that every time. He's Heathcliff dipped in coffee and rolled in a snarky topping. <laughs> He'd fit right in with any grouping of tragic Victorian novel heroes, right down to the Dickensian-esque uh, childhood. His parents were killed in an accident in front of him when he was eight. His grandfather refused to adopt him, and he was presumably turned over to foster care. He's also got quite a history with women. The woman he falls in love with, uh, woman he falls in love with at the end of the movie and is married to at the beginning of the series, named Sharae, mm-hmm. is kidnapped by the Goa'uld, a parasitic alien race that uses humans as hosts, controlling their every physical move. Right. You are trapped and can see everything. It's horrible. Anyway, only for her to die three years later at the hands of one of his best friends. Ouch. Uh, when she's still trapped as a thing. Yeah. His ex-girlfriend, Sarah, also taken as a host, though she is eventually rescued. Other canon sexual relationships include Hathor, a gold who drugs him into having sex with her, Shyla, a woman he falls for while he's addicted to the gold technology, and then to add on mm-hmm. one that they don't talk about, a woman who ha- is an amnesiac and turns out to be a woman called the Destroyer of Worlds. Okay. Clearly, Daniel's love life, like the rest of his life, is complicated and angst-filled and has a lot of aliens in it. <laughs> on about Daniel and Issues, capital I, but I won't. Just know that when I say Daniel Jackson has angst, I ain't talking about your garden variety rooftop brooding angst. I'm talking about the angst that makes you wonder how anyone could go through all of that and still be sane. Short answer, it's a TV show. Slightly longer answer, who says he's sane? (laughs) And yes, Daniel's epic angst will become relevant further down. Other things you need to know about Daniel, he learned snark at the feet of the great snark master Jack O'Neill. When we first meet our hero, he knows his way around a sarcastic comeback, and by the end of the show, he's a snark master in his own right. (laughs) He's also passionate, intelligent, and very opinionated about the right thing to do, which I'm going to talk about a little bit. But his hobbies include knowing more than you, taking flying leaps of logic uh, that seem to follow no rational path, and yet frequently turn out to be correct, and starting revolutions. Also, he dies a lot. Uh, oh my gosh. If there's one thing I know about this show, it's how much Daniel dies. Daniel dies a lot. Yeah. So much. To be fair, I looked it up, and statistically, actually, the character Teal dies one more time than he does. <laughs> but it's a thing. Uh, and then we have Meet Vala. Vala also has angst with a capital A, but she covers it up with a layer of crazy with a capital C. Vala has taken, was taken by the same parasitic aliens that took Daniel's wife. She was a host, uh, she was just a host by the gold Katesh for an undisclosed period of time. After that, and apparently prior to it also, she was a thief and a con artist. Vala doesn't talk much about her past, and when she does, she's usually lying, or pretending to be lying, which has the same effect. Yeah. When we first meet Vala, <coughs> she's still doing her thief and carn artist gig. Uh, she steals the Earth's primary battle cruiser. Daniel steals it back, which I'm going to talk about that episode. But yeah, needless to say, I'll, I'll talk about a lot of stuff happens with her, but she comes out of these experiences a little changed, but she's still crazy. 
Uh, by now you may be asking yourself how these two people have attracted a relatively small but somewhat fanatical band of dedicated followers who believe that they are the best thing to happen since sliced cheese. The answer, <laughs> the, the answer is simple. We, like the characters we adore, are fruitcakes. Fruitcakes is actually like the yes. ship name, if you will. Um, the other thing that I kind of want to mention is I talk about Stargate a lot. Stargate is actually a show that's been off for more than 10 years. It still has an active fan base. There's still mm-hmm. fics posted frequently. Uh, Star- Tumblr still has it. I, think I, I see it all over. I Tumblr. think it's really cool yeah. to know that a, that a show that's, that has been on started in 97 mm-hmm. still has a super active fan base. I think that's yeah. really cool. It's just my nerdness. Um, the other thing before I start talking about the individual episodes that, that they do, um, Stargate was almost canceled a bunch of times. I've mentioned that previously. So many. Season seven of Stargate was supposed to be the last season, Mm -hmm. uh, but it did so well on sci-fi that got renewed. So season eight is what I like to call a victory lap season. (laughs) Um, It's not the strongest season of Stargate, in my opinion, by a long shot. It does have a lot of the strongest of strong episodes Mm -hmm. because Richard Dean Anderson at this point was in the process of limiting his time on the show, both, Mm -hmm. both for physical reasons and because he had a daughter who was very young and he wanted to be able to be with her, mm-hmm. which I, I admire that a lot. I think yeah. that's really cool of him. So for a lot of season eight, he is not around. So right. you wind up getting these character driven episodes that are individual episodes. Like, I like. Uh, say I mentioned one with Sam. She has an episode called grace mm-hmm. where it's just her on the ship and you get like a scene or two with all the other characters. Yeah. The same thing happens with an episode uh, called Prometheus Unbound. <clears throat> which is where we meet Vala. It's episode 12 of season eight. Uh, it opens with one of my favorite comedic Jack Daniel scenes in the series, but it like, it's just so funny because of the, what, how well this episode does uh, or did, uh, they invited Claudia black to come back in season nine when it mm-hmm. got renewed. Uh, and Michael, Michael says, and it just turned into this wonderful honeymoon for a couple of seasons. <laughs> so, so they had a really great time together. He's like, we had a great time. And, and yeah, it's just, they ended up, because they liked her so much after the first six episodes of mm-hmm. season nine, they invited her to come back onto the show as soon as they could, like as a regular. Right. And one problem, she was pregnant. Yeah. So by the time they were by the time they were going to bring her back, she was a good seven months, eight months pregnant. Yeah. So they end up weaving that into the story, and she is a regular in season 10. Mm-hmm. But uh, also Donis Davis is in Prometheus Unbound. And Donis Davis was regular for seasons one through seven. He has passed away since then. So RIP, I just have to, because I love him. <laughs> like he's the general and he's just amazing as, mm-hmm. as General Hammond. But she fake, there's a fake distress call and it interrupts the Prometheus's trip because Earth has starships now, guys. Right. We're, we're that advanced now. But it interrupts, we're on, Prometheus was on its way to rescue Atlantis. Atlantis is the spinoff show. And Daniel has been trying to get there since the spinoff show began. <laughs> like, like Atlantis was Daniel's dream. Yeah. So there's a fake distress call and they don't know it's fake. They stopped to investigate mm-hmm. and wind up getting ship jacked. Right. But there's these things called cull warriors of these big black armor, black, like black helmets, everything. And they unfortunately can absorb like they have bulletproof armor. Mm-hmm. They can absorb energy blasts, all this kind of stuff. So fairly easily takes over the ship, but keeps Daniel. <laughs> and these okay. the creatures that are normally call warriors are they only they work for somebody. They don't have their own will. They're like blank slates that have been okay. So, and they're they're disgusting when they take off their masks. They're like yeah. slimy and ew. Ew. So, important because. 
Daniel wakes up tied to the chair, the captain's chair on the bridge. <laughs> okay. And he's like, and the cold warrior says they, and very like Darth Vader-esque, like that type of um, manipulated voice. Yeah. Says that they kept him to help him to help with the ship. Well, you kept the wrong guy. I don't know anything about the ship, but you're very attractive. <laughs> what? And the warrior like begins to walk closer <laughs> yeah. to him. He's like, uh, hey, big guy, really flattered. Really, I am. It's just that um, you're not my type. And I'm frankly more than a little disturbed that I might be yours. And okay. and uh, the, the warrior starts to pull up the helmet, and Daniel like immediately recoils, eyes closed, head turned, right. like avoiding looking. Because it's going to be gross. And the helmet comes off, and it's Claudia Black shaking her beautiful hair out. <laughs> which is funny, because that's also how she's introduced in uh, Farscape. Right. So there's a little like like thing there, but... Then you just hear her voice go, don't worry, I'm not going to hurt you. And he goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, I have no idea how to respond right now. But he blue screened for a second. Right. And then she goes, much, I hope. Yeah. And that proceeds, like, she asks him for help and he won't help her. She slaps him across the face and he says, ow. She goes, want me to kiss it better? Like, she proceeds to begin this, like, torture seduction. Yeah. Like, she's, <laughs> she's 180-ing every 30 right. seconds. And Daniel just pendulum swinging all over the place. Daniel is typically the diplomat who doesn't get, like, flustered or anything like that. He typically, like, keeps his cool and can, you know, start negotiations or whatever. That is... Not exactly what happens with Vala. <laughs> right. Because, like, like at one point she shoots him in the shoulder with this energy weapon, and then she sits on his lap and heals it. Like, <laughs> like she's just very, like, he's like, you're crazy. Like, you can see it on his face. It's, he's like, oh, my God, you're a nut. And, and she's also very, very intelligent. She quickly figures out the ship systems on her own. Yeah. And hacks them on her own. Uh, and she is going to steal the ship. She's ringed everyone. Ringing is kind of like teleporting. It's complicated. But she sent everyone to the ship that she faked the distress signal with, except for Daniel. And they begin to, like, fly away. Daniel eventually frees himself. And this leads to a hysterical fight I showed you earlier. Yes! <laughs> uh, <laughs> she walks. He walks in. Like, they, they get into a fight. And she punches him in the face. And he punches her back. Right. And she goes, you hit me. And he's like... You hit me! <laughs> uh, and, you know, we could have just had sex instead. Like, she, she's very much about using her sexuality, which is the first character um, to really be that way on the show. You don't mm-hmm. have characters that do that, typically. Hathor yeah. being one of the only ones, and hers isn't sexual. Hers is, she actually roofies people. Right. Um, so Vala is very much about using what she knows she's got yeah. to her best advantage. Uh, eventually, during the fight, they wear each other out. And he's, she's it's like, are so we funny. D- are we done? And they're both out of breath. He goes, I am like laying on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and so she just like yanks him up by the shirt and plants one on him, and then like pulls back, and he goes in for like, like yeah. they they have a good like three kisses like right there. Yeah. It's before he and like he's kissing back a hundred percent, and then all of a sudden he's like, wait, what what am I doing? And like pulls back, and goes, you're a fruitcake. Yeah. <laughs> and she headbutts him. He thinks she's knocked him out. He stuns her, and then. Winds up because her outfit actually absorbs stun blasts. So when she wakes up, she's in a different uh, coveralls. Yeah, and she's like, "You took my clothes off." Was your idea? Oh my god! Because she, she didn't suggest it earlier. <laughs> she goes, "Yes, I was talking about when I was awake, so I could distract you and then kick you in the face." <laughs> It's like they have like and like he's watching her through a monitor and he's like smashing the smash her head thing. (laughs) Like never before has Daniel Jackson behaved in this childlike manner. She brings this out in him in a way that is just totally unprepared. Oh my gosh. Um, Turns out 
Like, she ends up giving him a bit of her tragic backstory about mm-hmm. being taken by a gold. But she twists it a little and says that she actually needs the ship to rescue her people. Because her mm-hmm. people are in danger because da-da-da XYZ. And so Daniel Daniel doesn't fall for it completely. Because mm-hmm. this isn't his first time out. Like, he's he doesn't fall. He locks her back in her cell. Right. And then the ship is on a pre-designated course he can't actually because he is not a hacker like i said archaeologist <laughs> linguist computers no that's not a thing right so the, the ship lands on this planet and he like puts her armor on and goes out introduce himself as hans olo <laughs> yeah one of my favorite <laughs> that's, that's yeah. a joke. well in an that's earlier crazy. episode uh jack o'neill had used luke skywalker as a pseudonym yeah. too so yeah they, like i love that like it's just really funny um Winds up being attacked. Like, turns out she was going to sell the ship for a bunch mm-hmm. of for a bunch of essentially money, which is called Naquita. Da 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 da. Yeah. But eventually, they're, they're, while this is happening, the gold find them and begin attacking them, and that's the that's the parasitic race. Um, and they begin attacking the ship, which doesn't have shields up. So he lets Vala out so they can work together, and they seamlessly work together. Right. Once he gets her to the bridge. Mm-hmm. He literally picks her up, throws her over his shoulder, <laughs> and carries her to the bridge. Oh, man. I like I haven't seen a ton of stuff with Claudia Black. Yeah. Um, but I know enough and have seen enough with Michael Shanks. Like, this is hysterical to me. Yeah, because it's I, not his typical... And no, it's not. And I... Which, okay. I... I really like Michael Shanks. You have a deep and abiding love and adoration and for this Michael And this show's Shanks. fault. Yeah. yeah, it's because of this. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, she so, so they end up working really seamlessly together. Um, she like puts shields up, he fires. They like because you need a, at least one other person to help run the bridge because yeah. normally it's it's the United States Air Force running it. So you ha- normally you have a crew, yeah, not just two people. And luckily, you know, luckily for them, the U.S. Air Force people are very resilient and have fixed the ship that she left them on. Yeehaw! And they arrive to help save the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stuns Vala unconscious because, well, he doesn't trust her. Yeah. However, she then wakes up and escapes. And as she flies away in the ship that they repaired, yeah. <laughs> Daniel just looks out the thing and goes, she's good. <laughs> like, and that could have been the only time we saw her. Right. Like, genuinely could have been. But like I said, there was a huge shift in season nine. I've said this before. Because Richard Dean Anderson left the show mm-hmm. permanently. Uh, he did end up coming back for for brief uh, cameos and guest starring appearances, uh, and he's in one of the movies that happens later. Yeah, but to replace him, they brought in Ben Browder, and the show also because it thought it was going to be canceled in season eight had tied up all the loose ends. They'd fought the bad guys. Right, there were no bad guys left to really fight. They'd the they destroyed everything. Like they they you know not salted the earth, but they had you know everything yeah. was good. Like we we had, all of the bows had been tied. So, Bella shows up to untie some bows. Nice. <laughs> the best way I can phrase it. That's, um, that's excellent. So, she she comes through the Stargate. Daniel is packing to go to Atlantis. Because <laughs> he's been reassigned to Atlantis. And... De- Bella claims... Like, she meets some SG people and claims that she has a, tre- a, you know, a treasure map to a treasure on Earth. But she doesn't know Earth, so she can't really come herself. Mm-hmm. So she, Daniel vouches for her, and she's allowed through the gate, which I showed you the clip. Yes. She comes in in tight leather pants, knee-high boots, uh, and a leather corset with a collar attached. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. And a long leather jacket tossed over her shoulder. Yeah. And is like, normally, you know, I'd be grateful for all this testosterone. Where's my Daniel? Because Daniel's yeah. not here there to greet her. <laughs> and eventually Daniel comes in, and he's like, where's the tablet? To which she 
makes a joke. She's like, there's not actually a tablet. I just need you to know I'm pregnant. And there's a 10% chance it's yours. <laughs> like, and oh he just, gosh. he literally looks at her, turns around, walks back out of the room. <laughs> and then uh, General Landry, who has joined the cast, also uh, played by Mr. Bo Bridges. I, I love Bo Bridges. Uh, tells Daniel to come back in the room. Bella also makes a comment about the, how the Earth must have a limited gene pool because you have Ben Browder, Landry, or Ben Browder, Bo Bridges, and Michael Shanks all in the same room. All brown hair, blue eyes. Yes. Every one of them. Yeah. So she makes a, a comment about how this planet must have a very interesting if limited gene, gene pool. Because those... Yeah. Yeah, it's great. To which, like, Michael and Ben, like, look at each other and then, like... And so much is done with just, like, visual, like, looks. Yeah. It's so funny. But Vala winds up after showing him the tablet, which she had, it's, it's of course encoded and she has the code to break right. it, but she doesn't know anything about our planet. So it doesn't mean anything yeah. to her. So she then like Daniel's working on translating the tablet and she pulls out what look like slap bracelets to us yes. um, that have scarabs on them. Okay. And slaps them across Daniel's wrists. And he goes, what is this? And she's like, Oh, these are the gold nuts marriage bracelets. <laughs> and she puts one <laughs> on her own wrist not actually what they are right turns out when you're separated for a decent period of time you die okay if you're like you get sick and then die yeah if you if the other person who's wearing one dies you die right she thought it just was a one-way connection oh jesus because she wants her share of the treasure yeah and she's afraid they're going to cut her out legitimate fear yeah so they are now bonded together <laughs> uh, which it leads to them like when they figure this when when it is revealed, because she doesn't reveal it immediately, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, they try to, like, saw it off his arm, but it won't come off. Yeah. Like, everything. Finally, one guy's like, we could reattach the hand and reattach it. And he goes, no. D- no. Yeah, just, no. No, we're not doing that. It's so, like, they wake up in the infirmary, and he finds out what happened. And he, like, picks up his pillow. She's, like, three beds away. He picks up his <laughs> pillow and throws it at her. And she kicks it out of the air. <laughs> And you'd have Teal'c who, Teal'c is like, let's say he's Christopher Judge, he's this very big, stately man, and he just, like, raises his eyebrow and, like, looks back and forth, because this is not how Daniel Jackson behaves. Right. So, Ben Browder then, you know, Cam Mitchell is Ben Browder's name, character name, and he turns to Daniel and basically tells him, so you missed the the ship to Atlantis, and he's like, what? What? Like, I missed it again. And he's like, yeah, this is a running joke. So we might as well, you know, go find the treasure. It could be a big thing. Or, you know, you're just going to have to marry that chick. And Vala just big smile. Yes, let's make babies. (laughs) And Daniel just flops back onto the the bed, totally defeated. (laughs) So they wind up going and investigating. It winds up being under Glastonbury tour. Uh, Uh, Under a shielded section of Glastonbury tour. I appreciate this so much. Season 9 and 10 are very Arthurian legend heavy. Like we, we switched Dude. from the Egyptian to the Arthurian. Yeah. I've wanted to go to Glastonbury tour like forever. And it's, it's like shielded sword. Like, Cause there has been excavations and stuff of Glastonbury, but it's shielded yeah. in such a way that they wouldn't normally people wouldn't of course. see it. Sci-fi she, reasons. No one can figure out how to get in there. Cause it can't beam in. And Vala goes, well, what about this? Like she just off the yeah. top of her head. And Daniel kind of like gives this like impressed look at her. I'm like, she's smart, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, People forget that a lot because she's so busy flirting. Like she even leans over next to the airman, like intentionally trying to show her assets. And David right. just grabs her by the shoulder, stands her back up. <laughs> like it, it feels like her flirting is lost on him, but it like it's not. But he's also just like annoyed with her. Like, yeah, he vacillates between amused and annoyed. And the longer right. he knows her, the more he leans toward amused. Yes. 
But they find the secret chamber. They get in there after, um, once they defeat a few puzzles, a holographic knight, and Valor returns the piece of gold she stole from a puzzle because right. they're testing honesty, <laughs> the, the, the treasure is finally revealed to them. And you get this scene of Claudia Black as Valor Valderan, silk same leather outfit, laying in this bed of gold, <laughs> showering herself from, a, from like a vase with more That's gold. That's amazing. And she's wearing a tiara, like a beautiful tiara. Right. And then you hear Cam Mitchell turn to Daniel. We're not letting her keep that, are we? No. So she just kind of, like, deflates. And Daniel, meanwhile, has found the only book in a room of treasure. Naturally. <laughs> which tells the story of the Alterans, who wind up being the ancients who built the Stargate system. Mm-hmm. So Val is like, okay, you know what? Information about the ancients. That I can deal with, because gate builders, technology is big. Like, I can trade in that. Mm-hmm. So, because so she's not able to keep the treasure. Yeah. They also find what they believe is a, to be a communication terminal. And Vala will not let Daniel communicate alone because she's afraid it'll teleport him and they will die. Mm-hmm. So they both put these stones into the communication terminals and wind up in bodies of other people. Jesus. On okay. the other side of the uni- uh, of the galaxy. No, I'm sorry. An- another galaxy. Altogether. Oh my God. They wind up in the bodies of Herod and Salas, a married couple who are on this planet that worships origin, mm-hmm. which winds up becoming the big baddies, if you will. Or they, they have like six hours of prostration that they have to go to. Oh, yeah, Val is done. Val wants yeah. to go home. They realize they can't disconnect. Yeah, they don't know how to do that. So, yeah, um, very religious planet. And Vala is told because one guy figures out that they're not Herod and Salus because mm-hmm. they don't know the right things. So he's helping them because he's a member of the rebellion who wants to prove that the Ori who wrote the Book of Origin are not mm-hmm. what they say they are. Yeah. They're actually what's called ascended beings. Basically, they have figured out how to shed their bodies uh, and live on a higher plane of existence. Mm-hmm. Daniel actually lived as a, what we call ascendeds in our galaxy. They call mm-hmm. them ascended beings. They have a strict non-interference policy, whereas these Ori do not. Ooh, okay. They you find, come to find out through the course of the series that they gain power by being worshipped. Uh-huh. And so they, they become more and more powerful the more worshippers they get. So they like it is literally against the law to not worship them. Okay. They also imbue their priests, they call them priors, with supernatural abilities. Okay. So it, Vala tries to maintain her cover mm-hmm. by going to have tea, or leaves as they call it, with the magistrate's wife. Vala doesn't know the customs, mm-hmm. so doesn't realize she was supposed to say a blessing over the uh, tea leaves. So you don't see this happen, but Daniel is talking to this guy and all of a sudden you hear like a, a, what would you call it? Like a, a, like a, not riot, but a kerfuffle, kerfuffle. That's the word. That's a good (laughs) word. You hear a kerfuffle in like the village square where there is like an altar with, uh, it's kind of a concrete slab with these concentric circles spiraled into it. Vala is being dragged there and chained down using, like, these leather restraints. And Dale's like, what happened? And she's like, well, first it's what I didn't do. I didn't say this blessing. And then she started saying, I was overcome with possessed. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to explain what was going on. And and she, you know, wouldn't listen. She started screaming. So then I suggested she might want to try procreation with herself. <laughs> okay. To which Daniel goes, ha! <laughs> like, ooh, not good. But he has tried to make a run for Vala by this point mm-hmm. and has been held back. Okay. By by people. She has been chained down. You watch them light oil and begin pour like it's from like a poor thing and they pour it in yeah. to those concentric circles. Like it's it goes down a long thing. And Daniel is just screaming, No, 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 we're just here to talk. We're we're peaceful explorers. We just want to talk. That's it. 
And Vala immediately, eventually gets, gets overcome with flames. You hear her screaming Daniel's name mm-hmm. and Daniel just screaming. No. Oh my God. And she dies. Oh man. She is the, the fire is supernaturally put out by one of these supernatural priors that have shown up mm-hmm. and Daniel, whereas everyone else in the village turns to Neil and typically Daniel would have probably turned to that prior to mm-hmm. talk to them or whatever. He silently walks over to the body as if he is stunned. Oh man. Kneels down. He has no reason to like Vala after no, everything she's been yeah. through. He kneels down in front of the body, releases the leather restraint and just like her head, like her burnt head is now resting on his arm. On oh his, my God. And he is petting her hair and rubbing her arm. Yeah. And just holding her. And you can see the tears standing in his eyes. Oh my gosh. And then the prior brings her back to life. Oh my heart. And you watch as her skin re like her hair regrows. Cause even though they're in other people's bodies as the audience, we see them. We don't see the other people's bodies. Yeah. So you see her hair fill back in and you see her skin and she, and Daniel immediately just like tenderly, like puts his hand on her chin mm-hmm. and just like looks at her and he's like, like giving her the, are you okay? Stare. Oh. And, and he actually like, he's, uh, she says, Daniel, like really like tearfully scared. And he's like, are you okay? And she, uh, le- immediately just like leans back into him, mm-hmm. like, just like, uh, like clutching him. Yeah. And, uh, and says, uh, I've got tingles all over. And don't flatter yourself. I'm pretty sure it's not you. But she's saying all of this in a wavering, tearful yeah. voice. So, like, she's trying to be herself, but she can't. She's trying to still reestablish that. She's still shaking, yeah. And Daniel turns to the prior and says, thank you. Like, not not releasing her. He's still holding her in his arms. Oh, my God. In his, on his knees, like, says, thank you. And the prior just beckons them to follow him. And he, says, he thinks he says, come mm-hmm. with me. And Daniel's like, are you okay? Can you walk? If you And she goes, if it means leaving here, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But he, like, immediately, like, he holds her, like, uh, holds her arm the whole way out of the village. It's such a shift yeah. from everything you've had of them up until this moment. This is episode three that this had, like... I was just about to say, isn't this just, like, three episodes that they've had together? The, this is the fourth episode fourth, they would have okay. had together. And I guess they're entering into the, the fourth, I should say. Because this is the third episode, entering in the third episode of season nine. And he's like, he helps her through and like, they get, they accidentally reveal that our galaxy's never heard of the Ori because apparently the ancients have been protecting us all along. And, <laughs> which we thought they were okay. not interfering. They've been protecting us. Oops. Our bad. <laughs> to which Vala goes, well, they should have said something. Curiosity is a human thing. Because <laughs> they actually created humanity. Yeah. That, that You find that out in, in the series. But, but yeah, so they've bonded now. Yeah. They are no longer just Con and Mark, no longer just annoyance and annoyed. Right. <laughs> There's something more to it. Cause like he's sitting on the, he's sitting there in this episode reading the book of origin, which is like their Bible. Mm-hmm. And she is laying on the table board out of her mind. <laughs> and, but they have this, like they already have this seamless, like nonverbal communication mm-hmm. that they do. But so ultimately, uh, Daniel like goes to see what's called the doci. And that's how he accidentally, he accidentally reveals our galaxy. Mm-hmm. Whoops. And they start sending priors to our galaxy. Post haste. Great. Lovely. Um, Great. But Vala and he immediately are of the same opinion that um, the Ori, this is not a good thing. We, mm-hmm. the, the Ori should be stopped. Like people shouldn't be forced to worship. Yeah. And, but they are immediately both on the, uh Oh, what are we going to do side of things? They're sent back to that village. Uh, where the guy who helped them is rooted out 
and mm-hmm. killed. And then they are dragged back to that pyre. Oh, man. Like, Vala is being, be, like, there are two people having to carry her. They have her by her feet and her body. And she's like, no, no, I love the Ori. I've seen the lights. <laughs> Daniel, I don't, I don't think they believe me. Huh, I've heard you do better. Like, <laughs> as, as they're, he's fighting, like, he's yeah. on his feet fighting, trying not to be taken. And they're dragged back, chained down. And they are being burned alive when, thankfully, Cam Mitchell and Teal'c are able to break the connection. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Herod and Salas die. Aww. But Daniel and Vala are brought back and live. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they are... She is much more subdued when they come back. And not that they ever physically left. Yeah. But that's, that's the other thing. When she dies, you actually see she's flatlined on our side. Oh, like, man. Daniel is still alive, but he had, like, his blood pressure was through the roof watching it all happen. And Oh, my God. I yeah. love that kind of shit. Yeah. You see, like, you, you see that yeah. happening on their end. So she really did die. She was dead for mm-hmm. minutes. Like, uh, yeah. Carolyn Lamb, played by Alexa Doig, who is Michael Shanks' actual wife. Yes. Uh, pronounces it and everything. Like, like, they are... It is not good. So... She removes the bracelets after that. Like, she's like, okay, it's time to go. And episode four, she's leaving. She's finally going to leave. They have this really hilarious moment in front of the Stargate where he's like, I came to make sure you were thoroughly searched before you left. <laughs> after everything we've been through, you know, I just came to make sure you were thoroughly searched. To which she was stealing like a small little yeah. trinket and he takes it from her. Oh, man. She then tries to pickpocket him and he catches her again. Like, she gives him a big hug goodbye and pickpockets yeah. him and he catches her again. And then she just kind of gives him like a shrug and a smile, touches his face and walks backwards through the gate, staring at him. Mm-hmm. And then he passes out a few hours later and they wind up back in the infirmary. Cause it turned out when they were like, their consciousness were, were had like an energy blast yeah. or whatever. They were kind of bonded together. Not permanently. It will probably fade in a few months. <laughs> they, they go through episode four is hilarious. They go through this whole series of like, Basically, read like going through Vala's life because right. th- she has to figure out who she stole them from. She stole them. <laughs> she stole them from Inconceivable. Uh, she stole them from Wallace Shawn, <laughs> who who valued their nights together so much. Oh my god! And just it it meant so much. He would just he wants to see her again. It's like they go through this whole rigmarole where she has to go back to like because then he actually just wants the necklace back he gave her. She sold the necklace here. So like they have to go through this whole thing. Wow. So that he can tell them how the bracelets work. And by the end of it, he just says, Oh no, we'll probably wear off. I've never heard anything about it. <laughs> Sweet genius, I love yeah. it. Yeah. So it's this whole episode of that. She also ends up having to go to a congressional meeting during that because <laughs> she can't be away from Daniel. So she's in like short black skirt stockings winds up implying that this senator is a little under endowed oh my god yeah like general andrew's like get her off my planet now (laughs) but they can't so they're trapped together um and at some point during that episode daniel walks into his room and finds her in his bed Mm -hmm. and he kind of does a double take he goes isn't your room the one across the hall with the guard in front of it and she's in this like really cute pink uh like pink tank top and, and, and underwear. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. And turns out she actually picked that out herself, which I love too. They <laughs> said the, the writers and director said, anytime a woman has to be in a scandalous outfit, quote unquote, mm-hmm. she gets to pick it. That's great. I, I like, I admired that massively. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate that greatly. Yeah. So she starts like, she's like basically like we're stuck together. We should have sex. Like, I'm bored, you're bored, let's do this thing. And Such a great come on. And, and, well, it's not quite like that. <laughs> I like, know. Because it's also Claudia Black being adorable. Yeah, I know. And so Daniel's like, I know what you're doing. I, I, uh, I know what you're doing with the whole, quote, sexual thing. It's a defense mechanism. 
you know, and he, he like goes through the whole thing and she's like, I never realized I was so transparent. Like she shuts down, puts her robe Aww. on and she's like, I wasn't always like this. You should know there was someone once, but after Katash, it was too late. I think yeah. uh, once you've been spat on and stoned by the people in your own village, you try forming lasting relationships. Oh, and she's like tearing up and she turns her back to him, tightens her robe and Daniel begins to apologize. He's like, I'm sorry. Sometimes I forget what you've been through. If you've actually been through all of that, <laughs> are you just messing with me? And she kind of out of the corner of her mouth, is it working? Get out. Just get out. <laughs> and so we don't know how much she was messing with him. I don't think it was that much. Yeah. Uh, I think that she well, is very defensive based on just things you see with her. The key to any good lie is that there's a grain of truth. Exactly. Um, so then Vala, the next episode, there's a planet that they've heard about all these priors coming in. Well, there's one particular planet. Vala is very familiar with the people of that planet and they trust her. So they should go to that planet. Yeah. The people are familiar because she's still pretending to be Katesh. Okay. But she's a very benevolent goddess now that she's taken oh over as, as Katesh and Daniel convinced her to come clean, which leads to them putting her through a trial called the Maldoran. <laughs> she's like, well, do I get to be the judge? Well, no, well then it's not a real Maldoran, is it? <laughs> but like, and through that, she's able to explain she did not commit mass murder. She did not, mm -hmm. like, she did still have the mining Naquita, so worldwide uh, slavery. That that was a thing. <laughs> she And she's like, yeah, that's true. I did do that. Because she needed it to, to live, essentially. She mm -hmm. would go and trade it for, for yeah. stuff. So they end up sentencing her to death. And then Daniel, like, come on, come on, come on. So they, they, they pull it back to just life imprisonment. <laughs> oh, God. But the prior has returned. And now that they've been revealed that there was a false god, they are much less likely to follow a different thing, even though the prior has performed miracles on their planet. So instead, the prior releases a virus. Oh, great. And, okay, Vala, because she used to be a host, has what Nakwada in her blood, which allows her to use Goa'uld technology. Mm -hmm. So she has a healing device that she can use. So she, they let her out of her cell and she begins healing people. Mm -hmm. um, she heals the first guy who got sick, no problem. But people keep falling and falling and falling and falling and yeah. until most of the village is, is sick. And she, you watch Valley get more and more frustrated as the device takes longer to heal each time. Mm -hmm. And Daniel like tries to comfort her and like tries to be there for her. And finally, the device stops working altogether. She still does it because it gives people hope. Because Daniel tells her to. Mm -hmm. Because she, like, throws it and she goes, this isn't working anymore. And Daniel's like, yeah, but it put on a show kind of thing. And then the guy who, like, the main guy of the village that they've been mm -hmm. talking to all the time dies. Oh, man. She picks up a gun and goes at the prior. Like, picks up a P90 and unloads. Prior stops all the bullets. Yeah. And the people of the village fall to their knees. Because also Mitchell at this point has sick and, and about to die. Right, right. And they've actually sent like, um, like the doctor, Dr. Lamb is there. She's a CDC specialist. And so she's there trying to like fix it and try to figure it out. She can't figure out what the virus is. Mm -hmm. Like, so then the prior, after all the people, the thing, except for SG1, they all kneel, his staff lights up and he heals everyone, brings the guy back to life. And SG1 loses. Yeah. Like, for all intents and purposes, SG-1 loses. And it's the first time you ever see SG-1 lose. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, really lose. Like, lose like that. Okay. Like, they, there are other times they lose people, they lose things, but, like, generally speaking, there is always a tone of hope. But after that, I mean, mm -hmm. how do you fight that? Yeah. So, that episode, like, really... Uh, for me, it really affects Vala, and it really shows where Vala is coming from and how she... It, it, full of regret and also trying to help. Mm -hmm. 
um, after that, especially. So then the next episode is her final episode until for a while. Um, she and Daniel are still bonded together. It's been several weeks. The episode opens with her playing basketball with Cam, <laughs> Daniel, and Teal, aliens versus humans. Yeah. And she, like, Teal picks her up so she can slam the ball. <laughs> Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's not allowed, but I like it. <laughs> right? And, they, and then they, like, hip bump each other. And yeah. Daniel and she are laughing, and he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. And she's like, bring it. Like, yeah. It's like you have this, like, very much, like, this this uh, camaraderie that has come up. Yeah. But no one will listen to her. It's the best way I can say it. Okay. Because the there's another thing. There's a thing that happens, and Landry won't listen to her. And she warns him. The SGC is going to regret doing what you're doing. Don't work with this guy. You can't trust him. Landry says, we have to try. You don't get it. And Vala's thing is she keeps speaking up when she shouldn't. Okay. Because they're on a military base. Like, when a general says we're doing something, we're doing it. No questions asked. They get on board the ship. And finally, Sam Carter comes back. Because Sam Carter's been missing for all of season nine so far. Because Maida Tappan was having a baby. Mm -hmm. So, finally, we have Sam back. And Sam's like, who's this backup singer? Like, Mm. that's like the meanest Sam ever is about it. Because, like, Sam doesn't know her. It's just this random girl that's tagging along with her friends. So... You have this like this whole thing where no one will listen to her on board the ship, and the Ori are creating what's called a super gate. It is a large stargate that can fit spaceships through. Ooh. Yeah. So Vala figures out how to stop the construction of it. Mm-hmm. But no what she she tries to ask it three times and she's at one console and the team is on the other console. And she suggests and suggests and they ignore her. So she they happen to know there's a scout ship in the area. She goes and steals the scout ship and is able to break the gate, doesn't, but doesn't make it off the ship. The Ooh. ship explodes. But she was trying to, to ring off at the time, and Daniel collapses. Like, first thing he said, oh. before he collapses, though, he says, did Vala make it back on board? And they say no, and then he collapses. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so Daniel wakes up in the infirmary, and they're like, it's a good thing that Bond wasn't as strong as it was, or you'd be dead, because Vala's probably dead. And... Sam also points out, however, that there was there's a possibility she wound up in the Ori galaxy. Cut to episode 19, and that's exactly what happened. Because you don't see Vala again until episode 19. Mm-hmm. When I said, like I said, Claudia Black is pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she kind of reversed. They get to use that terminal again, the communication terminal. And she takes over Daniel's body. It's a really funny scene. Um, but mostly it's her, same as when it was Herod and Salas. You still see her. You right. just occasionally, like, in mirrors and in... You'll you'll get the reflection of cameras. Her. It's, yeah, yeah, it's sort of a quantum leap scenario. Right, exactly. <clears throat> um, so Vala made it to the Ori Galaxy. She was found by this kind man named Toman, who took her in and nursed her back to health, because she was injured in the... I mean, when you transport across a galaxy, I, that kind of makes I sense. Was, I was about to say, yeah. Exploding ship, jerky transportation, it happens. Um, so she then asks the members of the SG one who are there, which is Cam, Teal'c and Sam, has they ever heard of someone getting pregnant without doing the deed to which Teal'c immediately replies, Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, and Cam says, I think Lancelot or maybe Arthur himself. I don't remember. It's, it's Lancelot. But I think, it's, I think they may say the, it's like, uh, it's, it is definitely he, not Arthur. He, he says someone in Arthurian legend because he's been studying up on it now. It would be Lancelot because like the finale of season nine is titled Camelot. Well, because in like yeah, in most Arthurian legend, being Arthur or not Arthur, but uh, Lancelot is, is is the son of of the not the Lady of the Lake, but um, e- not Egraine, because that there are so many names that sound exactly the same. Vivain, 
Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, the vein. That's not right. Sorry, I'm. I'm. It's been so long since I've read Arthurian legend. I'm mainly. <laughs> I'm mainly picturing the cast of characters from the movie Mists of Avalon, and I'm like Angelica Houston. <laughs> but, but anyway, so she wound up in the Aura Galaxy, and it is pregnant, even though. She has not had sex. So, mm. it, like, with, not that she's never had sex, but, but she hasn't had ha- sex. Hasn't had sex, like, recently enough. It's to... Recently enough that this could be a thing. She tries to seduce Toman, who won't sleep with her unless they are married, because he is uber-religious. So, she marries Toman. And, and then to hide... baby. <laughs> to, to hide the baby, yeah. Yeah. And then she tries to get in touch with the revolutionary. Oh, Toman is healed. That happens, mm-hmm. too. Toman is handicapped. Like, he's had a bad leg all his life. You're right. Um, and... He gets healed by the Priors and is being trained to be a soldier in the Crusade, which Vala is less excited about. Lovely! She's like, you're taking this kind man and turning him into something else. Like, she tells him flat out he shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. She's like, I've seen what people who are soldiers do, and you should not, you're not that kind of person. I don't want you to have to kill somebody. Right. I don't think you're you're capable of that kind of violence. And unfortunately, later he proves her wrong. But Mm -hmm. Of course he does. But she gets in touch with the, uh, the revolutionaries and, or tries to, and in doing so, uh, gets quote unquote caught by Michael Ironside, who uh, oh my god, who was there? I haven't who, thought about him in years. And he like he's the one who chains her down onto this the for three days and night she's kept without food and water in the middle of town. Toman doesn't do anything about it until she collapses from lack of drink, lack mm-hmm. of water, and and she actually hallucinates the Ori impregnating her. Yeah, so she kind of has a vague idea that this baby could be important. Uh, and then Toman, as she is like healing or whatever, Toman is taken aside by a prior, and Vala overhears it that the child is the will of the Ori, and the same it, it is not Toman's child because the same uh, accent he had that injured him as a child also left him infertile, so it is not his child. Um, which Vala, you know, Vala knew, but well, Vala yeah. didn't want him to know. But so Vala, it turns out Michael Ironside actually leads the revolutionaries. <clears throat> And was doing that all as a test to get a hold of her. Um, they try to, the, the revolutionaries try to like um, sabotage everything. It doesn't work. Sabotage is found out. Um, so they let Vala use the communication terminal that they have the other side of, which brings us back to where Vala is telling the story from. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden, Daniel's back in his body because Toman caught them and killed her friend, who was like the tavern wench, and, yeah. Michael, and, and the guy who was who was the head of the, the, the oh, rebellion man. and he's about to kill Vala. Like he's got the gun and she immediately bless her con artist heart <laughs> begins, <laughs> begins crying and says they forced her to, she was scared because of the baby and like they forced her to do it. She didn't want to. Um, and you know, they should, they should never be parted again. And he goes, but the ships are about to leave and I'm going to be on them. And she's like, then I should be on them too. Mm-hmm. Cause they built another super gate. Yeah. And that's part of what she needed to get in touch with her galaxy to inform them of. Like, right. hey, you might want to be on the lookout for. <laughs> like, right. here's a bolo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they. she's like, you know, blessed are those who walk in unison, which is a, a, yeah. an Ori origin term. And so he he's like, okay, blessed are those who walk in unison. And he takes her with him when they leave, which is exactly what the Ori had planned. Mm-hmm. Because in the last episode of the season, the Ori, gate, the Ori ships come through and massacre the the waiting fleet. Right. There there are like two Earth ships, uh, some Jaffa, which is what Teal'c is, some of their ships, and some even some human ships that are there that from other planets. They massacre them. They leave like three or four Sam Carter luckily was on an 
was out in an actual suit, so she lives, because she was working on the gate. Mm-hmm. So she lives, but as the ships enter the galaxy, and Vala, you, you don't see her in that episode until this moment, she's standing in, like, the window of a, of a bedroom, watching this devastation happen. Oh, man. And she goes into labor. Oh, man. Because the Ori used her to sneak one over the border. Hachimachi. You find out in the next episode, in the season premiere of season 10, that her baby is what's called the Orisai. She has the genetic memory of the Ori, and she has been genetically engineered, uh, altered to grow faster. Mm-hmm. Like, within a few hours, she's four, and, and she heals her mother. Like, she has powers. I'm, I'm picturing Jack from Killjoys. A little, yeah, yeah. A, a little bit, yeah. She, she heals her mother <clears throat> because, you know, actually, after having a baby, you need to be laid up for a bit. Mm-hmm. Vala doesn't, because baby healed. Yay for deus ex machina? Question mark. <laughs> um... <laughs> Meanwhile, you find out Daniel, to escape the destruction of the ship, the Korolev, used the trick Valley used to steal the scout ship and set the rings <laughs> and ringed on board the Ori ship. Oh, wow. So he is hiding on board the ship Vala is on. And, that's just, and, yeah. and Vala doesn't know this, of course. Right. But you see him, like, scurrying from place to place, trying to, like, <laughs> stay hidden. And uh, her daughter, however, meanwhile, uh, called the Orisai, they... She's now nine, nine-ish, and she has Vala come to have food with her. Mm-hmm. And Vala consents, because Vala reads people really well, so she knows this child is trying to make a connection to her. Because mm-hmm. eventually she says, how can I lead the Ori if I can't eat, or lead the, the followers of Ori if I can't even convert my own mother? So she asks her mother for a name, and her mother names her Adria, telling her it is the name of her mother. Mm-hmm. She later informs Daniel it's the name for stepmother, terrible witch of a woman. <laughs> Because, because yeah, I mean, Vala ain't nobody's fool. She, you can't, you're not going to fool her with that. She's never going to believe Origin. It's not mm-hmm. in her. Um, Daniel finds her as she's coming back from this meeting, and she's like, you know, I think I'm getting through to her. I think maybe we could, if we could kidnap her and take her away, I could, we could influence her the way she needs to be influenced. She wants to kidnap and raise her baby with Daniel. I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway, that's just fandom talk. <laughs> but um, okay, so the child grows up. She finds out the child will be fully grown within a day or two. Right. So they have to take the opportunity when they can. She and Daniel, they've landed on a planet and are beginning to take over. Adria is still on board as she is still growing and stuff. So they take the opportunity to try to kidnap her. Toman catches them. So we have awkward family reunion because you've got (laughs) Toman, Daniel, Vala, and Adria. Uh, Adria orders Daniel's death. So Toman goes to shoot Adria or goes to shoot Daniel and Vala jumps in the way and gets shot. Of course. Takes the staff blast. And immediately Adria and Toman bend over her and Adria begins healing her. She's like, mother, like you can tell Adria actually does have some kind of emotional attachment to her. So as she begins healing her, Daniel takes the opportunity while everyone's distracted and stuns the two of them Mm -hmm. and begins to pick up Vala. And Vala's like, leave me, take her. Oh yeah. Like that's going to (laughs) happen. And luckily at that point, like some, cause they're not going to get away, but he starts getting to be, be beamed out because they have teleportation mm-hmm. technology. And as that happens, he has a choice, a split second decision. Adria is at his feet and Vala is next to him. He tackles Vala, mm-hmm. like just wraps his arms around her as the, as the beam goes off. Mm-hmm. And you see her in the infirmary later. And she says, you should have taken her. And Daniel says, no, actually I'm thinking I should have shot her when I had the chance. Mm-hmm. 
Like Daniel's not. Yeah, he, he's, he's like, not no. here to play. Like, and you're, I'm not leaving you. Like, how can I leave you behind after everything? Like, no. Right. So Vala decides she's going to assist the SGC in fighting her daughter and her daughter's now followers. Mm-hmm. Her daughter will grow into be Morena Baccarin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Daughter, she she literally says at one point the book of origin just got a lot more appealing to a lot more men. I like like Vala says that. Like I vaguely knew that like Marina Baccarin had some like connection with the show, mm-hmm. but I had completely forgotten about it. Did not know. Yeah, it's Clay Black's daughter. So that's pretty great. So in order to join like the teams going out on the gates, Daniel like they, at first they say no straight up. Like General Andrews like no, the IOA won't go for it. You're you're a flight risk. You're 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 the mother of the of the of the big bad. <laughs> of the big bad. And Daniel goes to bat for her with Landry. Like Daniel mm-hmm. says, you know, at, you know, ten ten years ago, t- General Hammond had to make the same decision about Teal'c, and I think she's worth taking a chance on. And Landry basically says, okay, it's on you. Like, oh yeah, you got to keep her in line. So she also has to pass a psych eval. <laughs> Uh, it's just okay. the, like that's just the way it works. Uh-huh. So she has to have a psyche valve. She, because she's her, tells Daniel she's going to borrow his computer and research how to pass psych tests. Daniel's unfortunately going off planet, so he can't tell her how stupid this is. Mm-hmm. Like he does tell her it's stupid, but literally Mitchell is hauling him backwards yeah. as this is happening. And so Vala like over researches, and so like completely frills up the test. Like that's the best way to say mm-hmm. it. She messes up because she keeps diagnosing him. She goes, "You probably think that I'm da 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 da." Like. Right. Just assuming that, you know, all kinds of stuff. But eventually, like, she also has, like, there's a, they fake her out and make her think somebody's asking her to, to spy, and, like, the, to test her honesty and stuff. Eventually, she has kind of had, like, she skips one of her meetings with the psychiatrist, and he finds her in the hallway and he's like, you missed our meeting, da, da, da. She's like, you've already made up your mind about me. What's the point? Mm-hmm. He's like, who says that? And she, she says the sentence is so telling and so important. Um, I've recently found, because at first she's like, yeah, of course I'm not. This isn't real. Of course this change isn't real. Whatever. Uh, But I've recently found myself risking my life for something more than my own personal benefit. Maybe it's just a phase. Or maybe it's because for the first time, I've actually met someone who in some small way actually believes in me. But I'm sure you're right. I'm sure it'll pass. (laughs) And stalks onto an elevator and leaves. I love it. She passes the test. Yay. Like the psychiatrist passes it. She also pulls a wonderful prank on the guy who Mm -hmm. helped fake her out. It's really funny. But she is now a consultant. She's not a member of SG1. Yeah. But she's a consultant. And then the next episode, they finally go to Atlantis. <laughs> finally. Vala goes to Atlantis with Daniel, and so the, the whole team goes. And there's a scene in that that, like, Daniel is left a little bit disheartened because he finds out that the ancients, you know, the people who created our whatever, will not help, that their non-interference policy still extends. Mm-hmm. And one person, Morgan Le Fay, uh, okay. is helping. Because she helped hide the weapon that Merlin invented to destroy the Ori. Okay. So she helps them, but not, she can't help them very much before getting pulled away. So Daniel's like very disheartened about it. And for the first time, Vala consoles him. Like mm-hmm. she, she's like, but you know, this and this and this, and maybe they want us to work because of this and this and that. Like, so it's this, it's this really good moment between the two, but um, episode 200, I'm going to talk about briefly because I love it. It's the most meta episode to ever episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> Willie Garson was in epi- several episodes of the series. I fucking love he Willie He plays Garson. an alien who in the first episode... Of course he does. In the first episode, believes he's an alien, but has been drugged... Like, like his friends have... Not friends, but his former teammates have drugged him into believing... Like, he believes he's an alien now, but they, like, they make him seem yeah. crazy, yada, yada, yada. 
he finds out he is actually an alien, but his planet has been destroyed, so he votes to stay on Earth. Episode 100, you find out he is producing a show called Wormhole Extreme. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he is actually, like, back on those meds, which make him forget mm-hmm. everything. But ultimately, Wormhole Extreme is essentially Stargate. Like, it's a cheap Stargate. Of course. Uh, and uh, that's where you get the, the Michael, I think it's Michael DeLuise, playing yeah. Colonel Jack Danning. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, it does say Colonel on my uniform. Like... That it's like like it's, it's super cheesy, but episode two hundred, the show was canceled after three or four episodes. So episode two hundred happens, and they've greenlit a movie because apparently it did very well on DVD. So they greenlit a movie. Good God! And SG One is giving notes on the script. Okay. So like, you have lots of parodies. You have a Star Trek parody in it. You have mm-hmm. uh, a Resident Evil parody in it. You yeah. have recast as a younger... What if we recast everyone as the younger versions of them? Like, as a younger hit version, which is Corey Monteith shows up in that. Oh, okay. He plays the young version of Ben Browder slash Richard Dean Anderson. Mm-hmm. But do you have, like, all of these, like, vignettes? You have a Team America one where they actually had the puppets from Team America made... For fuck's sake! Made to look like them. As they go through the gate, the strings are left behind, so they arrive and they just collapse. <laughs> okay, that's fucking funny. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. Um... And it's the first episode I ever saw of the show. Okay. So, Vala, though, is... Because I'm going to focus on Vala for this particular part. Um, she she starts suggesting, like, well, you know, none of my stories have been classified by the military, and I have been, like... Because everyone calls her, like, the sexy pirate princess. Like, that's kind okay. of the, like, fandom. Yeah. She was a pirate. She was a con woman. She's all this kind of stuff. She's like, all of my adventures have not been classified. So she begins to tell him a story. It's a very short sketch of a time she landed on a planet and landed on the Goa'uld who inhabited that planet and then met up with all of these people. It's clearly a Wizard of Oz <laughs> yeah. story. And she cast Daniel, interestingly enough, as the Cowardly Lion in her own head. Okay. I, I, and Teal'c is the Tin Man, because Teal'c is very stoic. Yeah. Mitchell is the Scarecrow, because, well, Mitchell kind of dumb. <laughs> and but that's the point, the Scarecrow wasn't dumb. I know, but, but it, he's got common sense, but Vala knew to Earth. So, Daniel being cast the Cowardly Lion, I'm like, is it because he's scared of his feelings? Because I think so. But anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's just me. Because the other side of the coin, the other thing, he, he immediately calls her out. I'm like, uh, that's the Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay, if you're going to steal something, you need to steal something less obvious. So she then goes, well, at the time I was on a three-hour reconnaissance mission. <laughs> and he's like, I love it. You, you need something people aren't going to recognize immediately. So she begins, and you flash to the Farscape sketch. They parody the show Farscape, which, as oh. I said, she and Ben Browder were the main people in, yeah. the main couple in. Mm-hmm. But it and originally when they when it was written, the writers and directors wanted to cast Ben Browder as Ben Browder's character. Yeah. But Claudia and he both said no. Like, yeah. Number one, they are very protective of Farscape. Right. Claudia says, besides, Vala would never make Mitchell the romantic lead. Right. Never. So Daniel <laughs> is is Crichton. Yeah. And, thing, and like, hands all over her, like, because that, that's what happens in the show. Like, yeah. Like, they're very physical. And, like, so you have this really cute, like, 30 seconds yeah. of them being the characters from Farscape, but it's in Vala's imagination and fantasy, and Daniel is the romantic lead. I love like, it. I think that says something about yeah. her, and the fact that Claudia said, no, 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 Vala's casting Daniel there. I love Ain't it. Ain't no way. I love it. Uh, which it, I just think that's really clever. Also, it has my favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes I've ever heard about fandom. Do so. It's Cam Mitchell who says it, so it doesn't quite fit, but I have to Never underestimate your audience. They're generally sensitive, intelligent people who respond positively to, positively to quality entertainment. 
Like, yeah, there's lots of stuff like that in that episode that I love. love. Um, so as the series goes on, like, the next while, Daniel actually misses uh, two episodes after this because Michael Shanks having a baby mm-hmm. and he and his wife want to go on vacation. So he misses four episodes total in yeah. season 10, which limits my Vala Daniel, but I'll forgive you because I love you and your wife. You're amazing. But so they, like he misses a couple episodes, but when he, when he comes back, Vala, he and Vala begin to like really open up to each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out, he finds out, that she blames herself for Adria. She believes she should have killed the baby when it was in utero. Oh, man. And Daniel says, no one can blame you for that. It's okay to love this child. It's okay yeah. that you had maternal feelings. Like, that is an okay thing. She won't acknowledge them. She's like, I knew that this baby was a bad thing, and I didn't do anything about it. So every person she kills is on me. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Which is very deep yeah, that's- for, for a character who wears pigtails and shiny barrettes. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, it's very, like, she, is, she uses her crazy and her childishness to cover so mm-hmm. much. Um, during the, the, like, right after she talks about that, Daniel ends up telling her he kind of knows how she feels about the guilt. And he explains about what happened to Sharae. And how he always, because, and finally, now, like, halfway through season 10, she finds out he was married before mm-hmm. to a to a gold host. Like, yeah. so she she's like, wow, like, that, it really deepens it, how she yeah, feels about it. Yeah, changes things. And he explains how he felt guilty for years that he couldn't save Sharae. Mm-hmm. And he's finally reached a place where he's just relieved that she's not suffering anymore. Because mm-hmm. Vala, they think at one point Adria has been killed. And Adria, or Vala guiltily feels relieved. Yeah, because she says the only thing she can hope with with Vala is that at some point her relationship with with Adria will play an important role, like that she can mm-hmm. at, at a crucial moment do something important. Right. Turns out Adria's not dead, of course. Adria almost takes Daniel prisoner because the Ori have plans for Daniel. Ooh, yeah. Um, there's a moment where she just like callously Adria <clears throat> callously like snap of her fingers breaks somebody's neck. And Vala, like, clutches Daniel's arm. Like, just, mm-hmm. they're, because the two of them are very physical. When they're in danger. I appreciate they, that. Like, there's so much nonverbal communication between the two. Like, there's looks and stares. And she kind of becomes, like, almost an assistant at different times. Mm-hmm. Like, handing him what he needs when he's in, like, a, a briefing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Later on, they're doing co-briefings. Like, very much she has ingrained herself into this place and, and is earning a place with these people. But the the stuff with Adria, like, really throws her and, Mm -hmm. like, really is hard for her. Um, And then Daniel, kind of, like, halfway through the season, you, it starts, it starts with them, he and Vala, at a nice Italian restaurant. Flowers on the table, flower in her hair. Uh Uh-huh. He's in a suit jacket, but it's not a date. (laughs) Of course not. He is adamant. It is definitely not a date. It's just a dinner between friends and coworkers. Because he wants to express, thank you for proving me right when I said we could take a chance on you. Mm-hmm. And he's proud of her and of everything she's accomplished. Mm-hmm. And he knows she doesn't get off the base much, so he wanted to show her a good time, essentially. Right. That's a date, kids. Yeah. Anyway, Vala gets drugged and kidnapped when she oh, God. to go to the restroom. She gets drugged and kidnapped. Um, for various reasons I'm not even going to go into. But she gets hooked up to a memory retrieval device because they want to retrieve memories from when she was Katesh. Because they think, somebody thinks she knows where a vast treasure is. Okay. But she has suppressed it. So she is essentially being tortured. And it's never made completely clear how long she's kept there. I would say a day most. 
um, maybe a little bit longer than that before, because Daniel finds out she's kidnapped immediately and immediately calls out the, you know, like, everybody. <laughs> calling the cavalry, yeah. Everybody's looking for her. The SGC figures out, they narrow, narrow it down to three places she could be, and they all, like, three different teams take a place. Yeah, they each hit a place. Of yeah. course, SG1's team is not, the, the place is not where mm-hmm. she was at. The place she was at explodes. Mm. But not before the memory thing that she had gets over, like, um, I'm sorry, it gets like an energy blast. So it gets, okay. what's the word? Overpowered. Over, overpowered, if yeah. you will. And she gets amnesia. Oh, no. But she does escape right before it explodes and kills everyone, including mm-hmm. the SG team there to save her. Oh, man. So no one knows if Val's alive or dead. Mm-hmm. We, as the audience, watch her wandering the streets of Colorado, like, in different places in Colorado that she's at. Um... I think she's in Colorado. We don't know for sure. But she winds up walking into this diner and she eats. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have any money to pay. Oh, no. But the diner owner takes her in. Like, he he realizes... Mm -hmm. Because, like, he grabs her arm and she starts to leave and she... And so he thinks... I assume he thinks abuse situation. So he takes her in. She admits she doesn't know who who she is. He wants to take her to a hospital and all she knows is no hospitals. Like, she knows that. Mm -hmm. And... So he takes her in and, like, takes care of her, lets her live in the back of the restaurant, Mm -hmm. makes her a waitress, and she lives that way for three weeks. Oh, wow. Daniel, meanwhile, um, SG-1 believes she could be dead. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but, like, within the first week, Mitchell comes, and, like, they're sorting through the remains, you know, that it'll, it'll be a while before they have a DNA match, because there was a lot of, Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. And Daniel goes, oh, yeah, I need to call the hospitals. I have Major Davis checking to see if, you know, she was turned up in hospitals because she could have gotten hurt and been knocked out or whatever. And Mitchell kind of gives me a look. And Daniel, like, sits down and, you know when Vala first disappeared, when the Ori Gate was destroyed, I refused to write her off. Although the odds were against it, I believed somehow she found a way to survive. And it turned out I was right. I want to be right again. Hmm. And Mitchell just says, okay. And he goes back to calling. Yeah. And... Three weeks later, how she ends up being found, she stops a burglary because she has really good muscle memory. She's bought for a long time. Yeah. She stops a burglary at the restaurant. And there's a cop in the restaurant who's friends with them, takes her in, winds up putting out like a, do you know who this person is mm-hmm. thing. Bad guys get a hold of her before SG-1 can get there. Okay. Um, Cam, Cam, Mitchell commandeers a motorcycle and takes <laughs> off after because they see them leaving. Yeah. Takes off after. He gets shot. She ends up getting a gun and doesn't believe him. She, she ends up handcuffing him to a bed and stealing his pants. It's a whole thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. Leaves him, leaves him like a stack of Twinkies when she leaves him. But eventually she gets cornered in a warehouse. Um, and she there's a firefight ensues. She's about to escape. And she has a gun. Daniel steps in front of her, gun also drawn. And then she's, she's like, like mm-hmm. shaking, but she's going to do it. He immediately puts the gun down. And begins to do what he does best, which is talk. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, you don't remember who you are, but I do. You won't shoot. If I let you go, I know you're going to make yourself disappear. You've been running so long, it's almost second nature to you. You don't remember it, but you made a decision to stop running. It's over. Now it's time to come home. And she has all these memory flashes, because she's been getting mm-hmm. flashes throughout. Yeah. But she finally has good flashes of Daniel and the team at the SGC, specifically Daniel. Mm-hmm. Like, times she's been with Daniel that we haven't seen. And she just drops the gun and says, Daniel, like in a teary voice. And he, we talked about hugs. Mm-hmm. He pulls her in oh, man. and just holds her as she cries. Oh my God. Oh, so good. So then 
next thing you see is her like coming back in and she's officially okay. And they make her an official member of SG one. Yay. She gets the, time. She gets the patches and everything. And Mitchell's like, so we're going to go out and celebrate. There's a bar. There's a rib crib, not rib crib. There's a rib place, <laughs> a barbecue rib place really close to my house. We're going to go celebrate. And Vala turns and she goes, I was like, yeah, sure. Of course. Turns to Daniel. Of course that means we'll have to wait until next week to complete our date. And Daniel goes, it's not a date. And Mitchell's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and even Carter and Teal give him these like, yeah, whatever, uh-huh. buddy, faces and, and knowing looks. But after this, we get the duo in full banter mode. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the other thing about them. They are super bantery, back and forth, quick-witted. Um, they even have to go undercover at one point together for like 10 seconds before yeah. they're immediately found out and whatever. But they, like, they work really well together, the seamless looks and things. Um, and this is where I'm going to bring up something else, too. Um, something that comes up a lot that I've seen a lot of people talk about with Daniel and Bala is their inversion of the rogue slash straight-laced trope. Mm-hmm. Usually it's a guy who's a rogue yeah, and a straight-laced and a woman, woman trying to keep him in line. I call it the Han and Leia. Yeah. They are an inverted Han and Leia. Yeah. Vala um, is very much the Han Solo, the heart of gold, but, but has an unscrupulous past. Yeah. And Daniel is constantly pulling Leia, having to keep her in line to do what she needs to do to focus. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I, I love that they did that. Like the mm-hmm. people, people, not only that they did that, but that people catch that. Yeah. I just think it's really interesting. Um, and, and there, every, this is the other thing I'm talking about is framing for most of this season. And mm-hmm. most of season nine, when Vala is there, she and Daniel are always in the frame together. I love it. And when the team splits off to go places, Vala and Daniel are always together. And it comes down, like, like I think I feel like that's very much a directorial choice. Um, granted, yes, you're doing a TV show. you got to do a lot of two shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there are times when they could be not framed together that they are framed together. Mm-hmm. And, and I just find it very telling that they did that. Yeah. And, you know, they're still bonded. Where you see Daniel, you see Vala. For, for the most part, after that. And I just really love the whole, that whole thing. Um, and then we get to an episode, a two-parter called The Quest. I'm not even going to cover the first part, because it doesn't really touch on their relationship, although Adria shows up in it, so mm-hmm. that always touches on their relationship a little. But eventually, through doing this this quest, which I so want to turn into a D&D one-shot. I'm, I'm down. Um, Bring it. They eventually find a cryogenically frozen Merlin. Yes! Merlin used to be an ascended being who came back because he realized the threat the Ori posed and built the weapon. Mm-hmm. Morgan Le Fay destroyed the weapon, but cryogenically froze Merlin just in case. Because mm-hmm. she agreed with him, but she knew if she didn't do it, someone else would. Mm-hmm. And then she hid him at the end of this, this quest. So Merlin is an old man, and he revives, but he begins to realize through talking to everybody and through working he does not have, his body is too degraded. He's not going to be able to finish mm-hmm. the weapon. Um, but he doesn't tell anybody this at first. He, but he's talking to Vala and Daniel because everybody else is trying to like do other stuff. And he, you know, it, when he sees like Carter, he calls her Guinevere and Aww. he calls Daniel, uh, I want to say Galahad. And uh, like, yeah. like, I love it. Like, like that part gets me. Um, so then he tells them this quote and I think it's, it, it winds up being really important for the two of them. Throughout my eons, only one thing has stayed the same. There's never enough time. Okay. And then he downloads his consciousness into a, basically a giant computer thing. Daniel downloads it into himself and collapses unconscious. Oh, and you're left with Vala cradling Daniel, like, yeah. terrified. Yeah. And when he wakes up, he has two consciousnesses in his brain, his and Merlin's. Mm-hmm. 
And at one point, he's got two sets of memories. Because at one point, he looks at Cam and he mm-hmm. goes, huh, you really do look like Percival. Like, <laughs> at, but, okay. but Vala is growing more and more worried because he has developed telekinetic abilities as yeah. well. And she's like, because they know that the same device almost killed Jack years ago. Yeah. So she, like, has this, like, heartbreaking, real fear and worry for Daniel. Especially as the longer he goes, the more immersed he gets into the memories mm-hmm. and is less able to separate himself from Merlin. Mm. Cause like there's one point where he pulls back from working and she helps him sit down and hands him a water and it's like kneeling in front of him. And he just, cause like as Merlin in his head, it breaks down a lot of those barriers that he has. Yeah. And he just tenderly strokes her cheek. Mm. Cause I know you. She's like, yeah, Daniel, it's Vala. Yeah, of course you know me. Like, but he just looks at her with this tenderness. Uh-huh. And just like, I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> However, Adria shows up. Mm-hmm. And eventually she catches up to them and she's about to hit Vala with her power. Mm-hmm. And Daniel jumps in front and uses his own power to protect Vala and his team and tells them, go, I'll be right behind you. Vala, don't buy that for a Yeah, second. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they get through the gate, but he is captured by Adria, mm-hmm. which Michael Shanks was having a baby, so he was captured by Adria. Yeah. But um, Vala is, is super upset and frustrated that they can't find him. Like, mm-hmm. just angry, and she's taking it on everybody. And Cam okay. takes her aside, and he goes, welcome to caring about people, welcome to be part of this team. It sucks when it's not you that's making the suicidal play, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to deal with that. Yeah. And Vala just like huffs off, but she does seem to get better because you have a couple episodes without him before he reappears. And it's been several weeks or months since he disappeared. Mm-hmm. He's a prior. Oh, fuck. Yep. Um, you get scenes like flashbacks of him because they capture him and his immediate response is, it's about time. Where have you guys been? Because according to him, mm-hmm. Merlin has protected him. So he is not... He has the abilities of a prior, but he has not been brainwashed because mm-hmm. Merlin has protected him. It's all part of Merlin's plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you see flashbacks of him and Adria, like Adria trying to convince him that the Book of Origin is real and him acting along with it. Yeah. And Merlin helping cover that he's not being honest. And Adria and he are sitting there like meditating. And finally, she turns to him and goes, in our time together, I've really come to see what uh, to see in you what draws mother's affection. And he just goes, affection what? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, huh? Come again? Yeah. And, <laughs> but then Adria kisses him. Ew. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> Ew. Because, like, cause, like, ew. But he has to go along with it because he has to get her to believe. And then she, things that make you go, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So he turns her into a prior and, Vala points out quite rightly that she knows that Adri knows that that is the best way to get Vala to turn is to turn Daniel. Uh, that is, that is the earth's best chance and Vala's best chance, but naturally Vala, mm-hmm. but his, he says his plan is to actually destroy the earth, the aura. He's got the device made. All they have to do is trust him, but trusting him could leave the galaxy open to another wave of Ori ships because mm-hmm. they've been able to block the gate, but he wants them to unblock the gate so he can go through and destroy the Ori, the ascended beings, not mm-hmm. the normal people. And Jack comes back for this one. Like this is a big episode because you get Richard D. Yeah. Anderson back uh, in full Richard D. Anderson snarkiness. But you know, and, and Daniel is chained down. Like he's in a chair that has like, <clears throat> they have a, they have a thing that can, suppress his abilities for brief times. Mm-hmm. So he is in a chair, like, sort of like, like dampers, yeah, dampers, he's yeah. handcuffed down to a chair and like legs, legs down everything. And Jack doesn't believe him. Tilk does believe him. The IOA are talking about killing him. 
mm-hmm. because too dangerous to leave alive, essentially. Mm-hmm. So then you get this shot because everybody else had their scene except for Sam. Everybody else had a scene with him. Vala is sitting on his legs, like <laughs> swinging, like sitting in his lap as they're talking. And she's like catching him up on what's happening. Yeah. And, and then eventually she, he tells her, you believe me, right? Mm-hmm. And then she like gets off his lap and like pulls a chair over and he goes, okay, now I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. Like the, 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 the one person he thought would just unequivocally believe him is not. Mm-hmm. And you know, she, she points out she wants to believe him, but she knows more than anyone, how powerful Adria is and what Adria is capable of. And what he is asking, she goes, would you, would you do the same for me? If there was even the sliver of a chance that I was, compromised would you be willing to do this for me and he's like well i wouldn't let them kill you because he mm-hmm. knows that's not the plan and she's like oh of course not i won't let that happen i i won't let that happen to you like completely like i will take you out of here which actually ironically in the uh there are six audio dramas that feature daniel and bala one of them daniel's a clone and they're going to kill him and she does help him escape yeah so that, that, like she honestly would um, and you can see on her face in this particular episode how difficult it is for her not to trust Daniel mm-hmm. and how how hard what she is saying is, is for her to say. Eventually, Daniel does it himself because, well, it happens. But then you get one of the worst episodes of the series, in my opinion. <laughs> it's, called, it's important. I just watched like your entire body deflate. It's important because of what happens somewhat, but also it's important to mention Fred Willard plays her father. Mm-hmm. I am not a big Fred Willard fan. And that's I, it. I never really have. And been the there. character turns out to be a con artist, like scam artist. Like he's been on, he, he ends up coming to earth because he gives him some good info. Mm-hmm. So he gets sanctuary on earth and he immediately like within weeks is running this, a little Pepito needs a new, new kidney scam. Mm-hmm. Like he's that kind of person. And Vala does not want to have anything to do with him. Yeah. She is angry that the SGC even let him in. She warns them for moment one, not to trust him. Daniel is a bit sanctimonious in this episode um, to some people. I view it as he has no relationship with his own family, so he's trying to encourage her and help her where he can. Mm-hmm. So he tells her, maybe you should give your dad a shot. Maybe he really is trying to change. Maybe he really, like, give it a shot. So eventually she does, Daniel takes her over. She asks Daniel to take her. And, and they go to the apartment, and he's not there. He's taken off his tracking cuff, yeah. and and he is he's gone. He's in the wind. Unfortunately, or fortunately for them... Daniel believed Valo when she said don't trust him, so they implanted a tracker he doesn't know about. Okay. And she turns to him and goes, you didn't trust him and you talked me into coming here anyway? He's not my father. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love that he he wanted Vala to be able to emotionally heal, but he also was like, I don't trust nobody. Yeah. It's like, I, I understand you say this, so fine. But yes, yeah, so they end up, like, letting him go off planet, but they schnooker him right back. She's like, he conned me, but I conned him better. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves. And you see, like, the episode ends with her surrounded by letters she used to write her and, toy, or, um, and like, trinkets he used to bring her. Mm-hmm. And then Sam comes in and they have a girls' night because she and Sam yeah. have become really good friends. But I just love that that thing. And then they do a memory trick to catch Adria. Uh, Adria winds up getting caught by Ball and becoming a gould. In the procedure to remove the gould, the gould releases a toxin into her that will kill her slowly. So they decide to speed up the process, essentially, to give an overdose of that mm-hmm. poison both to protect themselves and to ease her own suffering. Yeah. It, it is a painful poison. Vala immediately goes, I need to be there for that. Mm. And she's the only one who says it, but the next shot is Daniel walking in right behind her into the room. 
Like he ne- he's always by her side yeah. when it comes to Adria. Of course, Adria wakes up and stuff happens, and Daniel gets put in a hallway where he almost dies, and it's his almost dying that makes Bala pick up a gun and almost shoot her daughter, but her daughter takes the yeah. gun away, and she's like, "I wondered if you had it in you to kill me." I'm like, "Well, you were going to kill Daniel, so of course." Yeah. She does. Anyway, <laughs> Bala ultimately, Adria ultimately ascends. Bad, bad stuff. But Daniel's by her side. The moment the door opens back up, he's by her side. Like, when mm-hmm. it comes to Adria, Daniel is her rock. Yeah. And I love that. Um, and then we have the series finale, which is called An Ending. And this is going to be a longer, I'm sorry, this is going to be a longer part. But the team essentially puts themselves in a time dilation field, which means time inside moves much more quickly than time outside this right. bubble. Because they're sort trying like to... flash time. Yeah, they're trying to figure out how to... Uh, get out of this ambush thing that they've been caught in. And the only way they could figure out to survive, they just got in this new technology. And so Sam puts them in this time dilation bubble. They're stuck there. After they've been stuck there about three months, this scene happens. Daniel is studying um, the <clears throat> Asgard because they are a good race who have just right. ultimately ended themselves and given us all of their information. Mm-hmm. So Daniel is studying the archives they've given them because archaeologists dream. Well, yeah. So he's been saying the archives and he's come to discover that one of the big things, you know, because it's, it's so strange with them, you know, they made this one mistake and now they're gone. Life is just too short. Mm-hmm. And Val is like, I agree. And immediately goes for Daniel's pants. Okay. And Daniel grabs her hands and pulls her up and pushes her away. Like angrily put and Vala gets yeah. this, like almost hurt look on her face. And, Cause she's taken off her sweater. So she's in this like cute little tank top thing. And she's like, what, I don't see any other options for you. Are you really just going to live like a monk? Like, yeah. there's no other, there's only Sam, which is like a sister to him. Mm-hmm. There's no other, op- not moving any other options for you. Like, what, mm-hmm. what are, why don't we do this kind of thing? And then she, her face kind of falls and she stops and she goes, unless you really don't find me attractive. And like, she's got this like quizzical, yeah. like I'm trying to figure this out. And then he immediately like goes bitter angry. Keep in mind, they've been on the same ship for three months with the same six people. Mm-hmm. So, Mm-hmm. A lot of people have problems with this next part. I choose to look at it as he is super frustrated right now. And that is why he says the things he says. He does not mean most of what he's about to say. Okay. So he tells her, he goes, do you want an honest answer to that? And she, nope, no, I don't. And turns around, like she picks up her sweater and, and she starts to backpedal and he starts to lash out. Do you believe I could have any kind of serious feelings for you? She's like, well, I never... I never said that uh, I never, I wasn't suggesting you have serious feelings, Daniel. And he starts in. Oh boy. As she, tur- like she turns her back to him and sinks onto the bed as this whole conversation is happening. Oh, Oh, what? So we sleep together once and then what we work together. And you know what? Even saying that part out loud sounds unbelievable. I mean, come on. I can't even imagine what a relationship like you would be like. I mean, yes, yes. You've proven yourself to be trustworthy on a professional level. And for that, I am very proud of you, but on a personal level, Vala, come on, give me a break. I mean, at best, you're an emotional, unstable wreck. I'm not saying I'm much better. And you, like when she says emotional, unstable wreck, the camera goes to her and you see tears streaming oh, man. down her face. And he goes, I'm, I'm not much better. I'm not saying I'm much better. There was a time I thought I would never get over my wife. I mean, the idea of being hurt that way again. But I've finally gotten to a place, finally, for the first time in a long time, have gotten to a place where I feel like I could get close to someone again. But not in a, never in a million, mil, never in a million years, a million, million years would I ever possibly consider that person being you. 
Aw, Daniel. I mean, we are so completely opposite and wrong for each other. It's not even funny. And the worst part, the worst part is, you know that. And that this whole flirty sexual thing that you do, you've been doing, which he does a really weird thing. Yeah, but it's funny. Um, Flirty sexual thing that you do, that's just your way of having a laugh at my expense. So I'm so sorry if I'm not more appreciative of that. And I'm so sorry that you're bored. But don't pretend that it's anything else. Uh, And he turns his back to her. And Vala, like, wipes her face. And when I say wipes her face, I mean has to wipe her chin. And, like, lets out, like, a little sob. Mm -hmm. And Daniel's back is to her. Her back is still to him. And he goes, "Don't don't act like you're hurt. She puts the sweater back on and, like, turns, like, kind of pivots. And Daniel, like... Has a like, like you see this moment? Yeah. Of, oh shit! Like his eyes clear. Kind yeah, of and and he sit like he walks back over and sits on the bed next to her, and she turns away from him. He touches her back, and says, "Hey," and she just and she buries her face in her hands. Just give me a minute. Just. Mm-hmm. And then he goes. He like pulls her hair behind her shoulder and mm-hmm. goes, "Look at me." Oh. And she turns her face and looks at him. After a moment, like she yeah. does it immediately takes a beat. Yeah, and she turns her face and looks at him. And they just stare at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, her walls are completely broken down. And she is just, like, like you can see the tear tracks on her face. Mm-hmm. And Daniel, like, has this look of realization and kisses her. Yay. And they pull back on her face and her eyes stay closed for a second, almost like she's savoring it. And when her eyes open, it goes back to Daniel and he grins. Mm-hmm. And, like, has this beautiful smile on his face and he goes, you better not be messing with me. And she immediately begins to prove she's not messing with him right. by planting one back on him, and they fall out of frame onto the bed. <laughs> it's like pan to fireplace. Yeah, they fall, they fall out of the frame onto the bed, and then the next thing you see is her walking out of his quarters, putting her sweater back on. Yeah, as Mitchell jogs around the corner mm-hmm. and like triple takes. Yeah, <laughs> and she just gets like she is she's thoroughly like um thoroughly. Uh, not debauched, but disheveled. Disheveled. That's a good word. She's disheveled and she like fixes her hair and turns and walks away. And then we get this montage that takes place over 50 or 60 years. Okay. That they are trapped in this bubble. And it's not just them. It's everybody. Mitchell doesn't do well. Uh, General Landry eventually dies. Mm -hmm. And can't like um, Sam learns to play the cello. Like it's like a big thing for everybody. Mm -hmm. But you see snippets of Alan Daniel. You see Christmas, her sitting on his lap as she opens gifts. Mm-hmm. Like in this big group thing. Like she's just comfortably in his lap and he is smiling at her. Yeah. They're laughing. You see a shot where she is just crying uncontrollably and he has just got her wrapped up in his arms. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what it is. Like part of me is like really hates that I don't know yeah. why she's crying. <laughs> but like different different fan fan stories and, and fanfics yeah. have done it different ways. But that's what fanfic is. And for. then you get it, it's been fifty or sixty years and they finally figure out how to fix it, but it will evolve it, it will involve reversing time in a localized field. Mm-hmm. So everything that happened in this bubble will have never happened. Oh damn it. However, one person has to stay old. Mm-hmm. So Teal, who is an alien and has a longer lifespan than humans, volunteers. Mm-hmm. He's got like one gray streak where everybody else is in horrible old person makeup. <laughs> okay. So, so then you see them as the ship, because the ship is going to explode and then they're going to, it's going to reverse. So finally they're standing in front of a window in their room. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, you see Daniel and Bala just like in silhouette Old people makeup, not good. But they stand together staring at one another as they wait for the end. And Daniel says, I just want you to know 
even if you're going to forget that I wasn't with you all these years because we were trapped on this god-awful ship. I was with you because I know. And I just want you to know. I know. I know. <laughs> and ship explodes. Oh, man. Like, you see everybody else doing kind of like... Yeah. But they're the only ones that have had like a relationship shift mm-hmm. in this thing. So ship explodes. They reverse time. And... Nothing ever happened. But Vala is convinced she had to have hooked up with someone on board. Yeah. So she goes to Teal and she's like, come on, Muscles. That's what she calls Teal. Yeah. Come on, Muscles. Tell me. Was it Landry? Or no, was it Mitchell? Was it you? Landry? Never, never of course, saying Daniel. Daniel. Never. And then they're getting ready to walk through the gate for the final time in the series. And they're talking about the things Daniel learned. Uh, from the ancient database that Teal has told him, or not ancient, Mm -hmm. but uh, as Guardian. And it's things like, look before you leap. You know, don't, mm-hmm. you know, they, they keep going through like all these adages and then Vala goes, life's too short. And Daniel does a double take. Ooh. But that's Vala's last line of the series. Yeah. Also her last line in the, uh, audio dramas. Yeah. Which I find interesting that they that's, did that. That's great. Cause the audio dramas take place during season 10. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, that's where and the series ends with them walking through the gate. And then we have a movie. Unfortunately, and this is where I'm going to try not to rant. Um, Brad Wright, who was the showrunner up to season nine, doesn't like Vala. Fuck him. And he came back and wrote the movie. Yeah. Fuck him. So we don't, I think he co-wrote it with other people, but we don't get a lot of Vala Daniel in the movie because of that. Mm-hmm. They're not even framed together. Aww. Most of the time. Because Toman ends up turning. Toman ends up flipping. Okay. And, and joining their team. So she's always framed with Toman. Which bothers me a little bit. Yeah. But there's a few little things. Like, at one point, Daniel, Vala, and Toman are all captured by the Ori, who is now... The Ori is Adria. That's it. Like, she is the only one taking this power. So she is uber-powerful. And there's there's an artifact that can only reveal the truth, and it can reveal the truth to everyone at once, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yay, deus ex machina, because we got one movie to resolve this crap. Yeah. Um, But they're being tortured. Vala winds up being taken to Adria because there's still that connection mm-hmm. and Adria ends up leaving and distracted. So Vala like tries to go find people. She finds Toman first and in trying to ha- like, she's like, okay, pull yourself together. We need to go find Daniel. And you hear Daniel go, I'm right here. Cause mm-hmm. Teal has rescued Daniel in the meantime. Yeah. And I'm right here. And she turns and looks at him and this is where, you know, a run, a hug. Mm-hmm. No, she just jerks away and they just look at each other. <sighs> Very upsetting for my heart. But the, uh, the other thing is that she talks to Toma, and Toma wants her to come home with him at the end. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, in his eyes, they're kind of still married, kind of. Yeah. And he says, but you're not going to come with me, are you? And she's like, I don't exactly know where my place is, but I hope it's here. Which I think is bullcrap, because she knows her place is here by this point. But mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and in the final shot of the movie, they're getting ready to go through the gate again. And it's like, well, we defeated the bad guy. Now there's no big bad guys. We can just go explore. And Val goes, and look for treasure. And Daniel kind of like gives her this little like nudge. Yeah. And so it's a group shot. So it's not like anything, but he just like nudges her and she turns and grins at him. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, wow. That's where the series ends. There's one more movie. Um, but unfortunately that movie all takes place in about five minutes of real time mm-hmm. because it's a alternate reality movie. Oh, where okay. Vala still ends up being Katesh. So okay. you don't get, yeah, any good Vala Daniel in that, obviously. But then there's the six audio dramas, and I'm only going to mention, uh, they're all really good. I think if you can get a hold of them, they're very hard to find, um, because they were produced by Big Finish Audio, but I, Big Finish... I love Big Finish. Big Finish lost the rights to them because they yeah. didn't sell very well, so I don't think they tried to keep mm-hmm. them, basically. 
but there's six that just take that just have uh, Claudia and Michael in it. And one of them, he like I said, I mentioned he's it's called Half Life. He's a clone. Or there's a clone of him that mm-hmm. she's with, and he, they have a conversation, a very illuminating conversation, because he has all of Daniel's memories, and he admits he's jealous of Daniel because Daniel doesn't know what he has because he has Vala. Mm-hmm. And Vala's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I would trust Daniel <laughs> with my life. La 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 la. And he basically says, like, why don't you tell him? And she's kind of like, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Although there is moments in that episode that lead you to believe they could be heading that direction. Um, and then, like, the last episode in the audio dramas is called Things Times Wheel. And reality keeps shifting. And in one reality, Shari's alive. Oh. Yeah. So, like, it, like there's lots of, like, Vala dies. And he, like, Vala dies. And he, before you know, Shari's alive. Because Daniel's the only one who retains his memories. Okay. Everyone else rewrites. But Vala, he watches her space herself to save the ship. Mm-hmm. And he just goes, I never got to tell her. Oh. And this guy with her goes, with him goes, tell her what? Nothing. Mm. And then he finds out Shari's alive. And as he finds this out, Vala walks back onto the deck of the ship. Uh, naturally. Yeah. And so he just like turns pale and walks off the thing because Val goes, he looks like he's seen a ghost. I'm like, well, he has. Yeah. But her last line in that is life is too short mm-hmm. in that same episode. So it's just really interesting to me that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and the longer they know each other, the more amused Daniel is with her than annoyed. Uh, the fact that he, like they, they actually change each other. There's a physicality to their performance that I can't actually get across talking about it. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, but he acts differently around her than any other character you ever meet him, you ever see him with. Mm-hmm. Ever. Like, there's just something different about that performance, about mm-hmm. the way they work together. Um, and then she makes him lose some of his sanctimoniousness. Mm-hmm. Because Daniel, for most of the series, is the moral compass of his team. Right. Which can lead you to be a bit judgy and sanctimonious. Yeah. So she forces him to abandon a little bit of that. And mm-hmm. And to become a little bit lighter of a character. And and I, I just love that, that she brings out a fun side in him. And she mm-hmm. is reminds him that life isn't black and white mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Uh, and Vala, you know, because of him, she gets the chance to prove that she's intelligent, serious. She's able to find a real family and a real home for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the fact that they make each other better, ultimately, is what makes I, me yeah, I love them. Yeah. Because, like, he makes her into a better hero, quote-unquote. She makes him into a person. Mm-hmm. She makes him relax. And, like, that, I just love it. And, like, like I said, canonically, they're not technically together. And, and Brad Wright has said if another movie gets made, she wouldn't be in it. Um, <sighs> and, that, I mean, it is what it is. I think Daniel Valla are perfect for each other. And... That they would go and maraud together forever, but (laughs) (laughs) whatever. There's a lot of good fanfic out there about them that I really recommend people go check out. Mm -hmm. Um, Just go to the tag on AO3. (laughs) There's a lot of really good stuff. AO3 is our savior. It's true. But anyway, who do you have for Daniel and Vala? Well, I almost went with Shut Up and Kiss Me. That's pretty great. (laughs) But I decided to go with another one. And it's really more Vala's side of things, Um, but it's Take a Chance on Me. Nice. By ABBA, although in my head I always hear the Mamma Mia version. Don't ask me why, but I do. Um, But, you know, if you change your mind on the first in line, honey, I'm so free. But take a chance on me. Yeah. If you need me, let me know. I'm going to be around. That could be Daniel. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you've got no place to go, if you're feeling down. Uh, But 
the, the one that's take a chance on me, you're going to do my very best and ain't no lie. If you put me to the trest, it test, if you let me try, mm-hmm. take a chance on me. That's all I ask of you, honey. We can go dancing. We can go walking as long as we're together. But yeah, like when I dream alone with you, it's magic. Uh, you want me to leave you? You want me to leave it there? Afraid of a love affair? Because Daniel is terrified mm-hmm. of being hurt again. Yeah, and Vala is just going. I'm right here. I'm I'm right here, flirting with you all the time. It's not fake. Take a chance on me. There's even a shot in an ending uh, during that montage before they get together, like the three uh-huh. months before. She shows up at his door in a nighty, in a pink nighty with pink fuzzy handcuffs, <laughs> and he opens the door and shuts, shuts the, the door. door. <laughs> like, just nope. <laughs> so I mean, like, there's so much to them that is complicated and like josh and i were talking like i I said before sam and daniel are a lot of underpinned stuff you mean sam Sam and and jack Jack. sorry sam and jack there's a lot of underpinned love and like that that colors everything but it's on the sleeve daniel and vala's looks at each other are onions they are Mm -hmm. layers they're right josh is a parfait (laughs) of everybody likes parfaits there's they're a parfait of emotion and like she is begging to have a chance taken on her and daniel takes that chance Mm -hmm. By trusting her to work with SG One, and then trusting her in the in the stuff that doesn't happen, trusting her with his mm-hmm. heart, and I believe that they would have gotten there if the show could have kept going. You stupid Sci-Fi Channel. Anyway, and I'm back. Ten seasons is a good run for Sci-Fi Channel. Give me eleven, and I could have got Daniel Vala. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add? Uh, No. No. We have talked long enough, so that's going to get it for this episode of Couch Buddies. We thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Twitter, on Tumblr at couchbuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at couchbuddiespod at gmail.com.